I've been with you all along. This race that you're running was not given to the strong. I know sometimes you're worried and faith is hard to find. You feel you never reach the finish line. Hey, welcome. I'm with you. This is Larry. Acts 29 today. I want to welcome you here and thank you for uh, tuning in for a few minutes. We're going to be talking about some stuff today. And it'll be good as always. So thank you for tuning in and we'll get right with it here. Uh, today... We are uh, actually going to be talking a little bit about the uh, perilous times that we are, we're in. You know, we used to talk about the, all this stuff was coming. But now, uh, now it's here. Now all the stuff is here. It's happening now, right around us, all every day. You just watch the news. So there's a there's a verse in Matthew ten sixteen. That says, Behold, I am sending you out like sheep in the midst of wolves. Be wary and be wise. Be wise as serpents and be innocent and harmless and guileless and without falsity as doves. Be on guard against men whose way or nature is to act in opposition to God. For they will deliver you up to councils and flog you in their synagogues. Now in that day and age he was talking about the Jews. Because they were the ones who were persecuting the believers. But it says, be on guard against men whose way or nature is to act in opposition to God. So, you know, that's one thing uh, because, you know, the world, the people that are in opposition to God, they, they really don't know they don't know what it is we believe, you know? They don't know. They have no idea of what we really believe. They have no idea what God is really, really about and like. So they just take a position against 
us and God, but they don't know anything about it because they've never read the Bible. And there's a reason they've never read the Bible because it wasn't written to them. It was written to us. And, you know, it's, it's actually a good thing that they don't know exactly what we believe. Because if they did, they would be even more upset. Now, at some point in time, they will get into the Bible far enough to call it racist and, you know, Jesus calling people dogs and, and uh, you know, stuff like that. And they'll, they'll, they'll go, you know, they'll find all that kind of stuff and then they'll talk about it being racist and hate speech and blah, blah, blah. And then they will, you know, they'll want to outlaw it. They'll want to take the Word of God out of circulation because it's offensive to them. Well, yeah, truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. So eventually they're going to want to take the Word of God out of circulation. That's why you need to get it into your heart now. Get it into your mind now. Because at some point they will try and probably take the Word of God out of circulation. Just like they're pulling down statues and trying to get rid of all the history and all this kind of stuff. Well, well, once this goes over into what they call the religious realm you know, then they're going to be attacking the Bible and believers even way more than, than they have been. So Jesus says, be on your guard against the people that are in opposition to God. Okay, so I'm not going to be throwing my pearls before swine. I'm not going to be going out and, you know, getting in these people's faces you know, because that's just going to cause problems. Perilous times. I always wondered about the wisdom of serpents, snakes. Uh, well, one of the things about snakes is they're not going extinct. Many animals are going extinct. They're being hunted and killed and, you know, killed for their ivory or killed for their parts that Chinese want to eat, like from tigers. But snakes are thriving. You know, they're not going extinct. Uh... They can go underground. They cannot be seen. And, uh, and they're not easily caught. It's not easy to catch a snake. You know, I've caught a few, but, you know, it's, it takes some time and effort. So, I think what's what's being said here in part is that you know we we're we're sent out like 
sheep among wolves. Well, if you send sheep out around wolf packs, uh, unless the sheep can kind of blend in to the surroundings, uh, the wolves are going to attack the sheep. Yeah, that's what wolves do with sheep. They attack them. They kill them and they eat them. So he said, I'm sending you out like that. You know, we are in this world, and this world is a wolf world. It's full of wolves. And we're the sheep. And you see, that's why these people in, in mega churches and that have these watered down messages and humanistic, you know, faulty roll every Sunday. Uh, that's why they're not they're not persecuted because they're not they're not the wolves don't see them as sheep. They just see them as nothing, you know, no threat. Those are no threat. They're just talking, you know, nonsense every Sunday and thousands of people come and listen to how wonderful they are. And, you know, there's no conviction. There's there's no growing in God or, or anything like that. It's just motivational mantra. And so the, the world sees that as just, you know, part of what they're involved in, you know, only on a little different slant. So they're not, you know, they're not opposing these people and making any big deal. But, you know, if you're standing for truth and you are uh, preaching righteousness and truth, well, then you're going to get a lot of opposition. The wolves are going to get stirred up and, uh, you know, they're going to come looking for you. So, part of this is is that these people, they don't know what we believe, you know. I mean, you, you got these women on The View, and, you know, I mean, that is, the, <laughs> that is the biggest joke there is, you know. And those women talking about this or that verse in the Bible, and they have no, they have absolutely no clue what they're talking about. But, you know, but if they knew what we really believed, we'd probably already be locked up. We would probably already be locked up in the nut house for what we believe. So I think it's good at this point that, you know, they really don't know. They really don't know what we believe. So, we're to be wise as serpents, and I believe the true church is, is on its way underground right now. I, I know of ministries already that are, that are cutting off their, their public social media stuff, uh, because that's where a lot of the wolves hang out, is on social media. So, they're already starting to go underground. 
and uh, and that's only going to get more and more and more as time goes on. And so now you're beginning to see, you know, they're not only tearing down statues of Robert E. Lee and the Confederate stuff and all that. See, all this stuff just starts somewhere and then it morphs into all this other stuff. Then it goes into, you know, the political stuff and then it'll go into the religious stuff. And so now they're already starting to tear down images, statues of Jesus, the cross, uh you know, they want to bring get bring down all the stained glass windows and, you know, and they're going to, and, and they'll start burning what most people call churches. They're actually, they're not burning the church, they're burning the building because the building is not the church. And I'm going to be writing my next book on that. Will the real church please stand up? What the church is, what it is not. And it's just basic stuff, but there's a lot of confusion today about church. What is it? Who is it? Is it a building? Is it a people? You know, is it something we go to? Or is it something we are? Big difference. Has a lot to do with identity. And, you know... People are getting all upset because they're tearing down crosses and all this stuff. Well, you know, a lot of this stuff is just idolatry. You know, it's, it's idolatry. You know, you got the Catholic Church is full of idolatry. They've got statues and, you know, s stuff they worship, all kinds of nonsense that's... You know, and Mother Mary and the statues and, you know, on and on it goes. So, you know, if they tear down the cross and the stained glass windows and, and, all, and all the religious artifacts and stuff, they can't take Jesus, they can't pull down Jesus out of my heart. Okay, all this outward stuff, all this, all this symbol stuff doesn't mean anything to me because Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit live within me. And they can't take that out. So the Bible says, don't fear him who has the power to kill the body, but the one who has the power to cast both the body and the soul into hell. So I, I have no fear of these people or any of this stuff going on because they cannot tie a rope around Jesus in my heart and pull him out of my heart. Okay? They can't do that. It's impossible. So I have no fear of them. And if they kill me, they kill me. But then I just go to be with Jesus forever. So... You know, not a bad deal, right? And then it also says, be harmless as doves. Be harmless as doves. My daughter once had a pet dove. And, uh, 
And one day everybody was gone. Kids were at school, my wife was at work, and for some reason I was home that day. And I went down into the basement where her room was, and I went into the, her room, and the dove was in a cage in a corner, in the back corner. So I went in the room, and I sat down, and I just, I just looked at the dove. I was just meditating on this dove. And uh, after about 30 minutes of just sitting there watching this dove, it began to coo. It began to make noise, okay? It began to speak. I'm not talking about speaking in a language. I'm talking about it began to make some noise. It, it was comfortable. It felt okay with me being there in its presence. And I sat there probably for another half an hour and just listening and watching this dove and... Uh, and then my wife came home for lunch and the garage door, you know, went off, started going up and it was close to the room. And as soon as that noise started sounding, the dove immediately became quiet. Done. If it wouldn't have been in the cage, it would have flew away. And so... I really learned something that day, you know, about the Holy Spirit that he's easily, he easily leaves when things get out of hand, you know, when things get crazy and noisy. Uh, he, he doesn't stay in that, that place, you know. He likes, he likes peace. He likes peace. So we are as harmless as a dove. They're completely harmless. But we're wise as serpents. Because we're in a world of wolves, folks. And so we need to wake up and smell the Thai tea. And then, you know, I used to think about the wrath of God that was coming upon the earth, is coming upon the earth, and how, how really crazy that wrath is going to be, how violent, you know, that's going to be. And earlier in my life, I thought, wow, that's, that is major, major wrath. But now, you know, that I've been on the planet for 71 years and I've seen the violence and the garbage on this earth and the people and what they've done and can do to each other you know now I go okay yeah I'm beginning to understand why the wrath of God is going to be poured out in such a violent way on these people and by the way we are not going to face that wrath because we're not appointed under the wrath of God. That's not for his children. So we're in perilous times, folks. We're in perilous times. But that doesn't mean that 
you know, we just roll over and play dead. But we be wise. We can get into places. We can get out of places. We can blend into the background. Uh, we can get to places and the wolves won't even know we're there. They won't even know we're there. Because we have to be wise. But harmless at the same time. And God's given us the ability to do that. Well, I think that's probably enough for uh, one day. So, I want to thank you for tuning in today. And uh, my new book is out, ESP and J. Uh, about endurance, steadfastness, patience, and joy. Some things that will help us endure to the end, and it's available on uh, Acts 20 today, Acts29today.com. It's also on my, there's a Facebook page, uh, Acts 29 Today Books. It's available in those places, so uh, you want to check that out. So I want to thank you for tuning in today and uh, be safe out there. We're in this together, but God is with us and that's all we need. So we'll see you next time on Acts29today.com.